The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. G'day guys, welcome back to another installment of the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. I'm your host, Lyle Swithenbank. We're back. We're back and we played basketball. The Pels played. I mean, well, some of them, but we'll get to that. Um, as always, you can go and follow the show at Hoopball Pels, that's on Twitter, and uh, at Lyle Swithenbank, uh, just how it sounds, I guess. I will spell it because uh, there's a few letters in there, but uh, L-Y-L-E-S-W-I-T-H-E-N-B-A-N-K is in bank. We played some basketball. It took me a little bit longer to get this one out because um, the time difference and all of that. So, you know, for me, this airs at, well, 11 a.m. So I've got to... Avoid Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and, I don't know, smoke signals, whatever was was potentially going to spoil the score for me. Um, and I waited all day and then uh, finally had it on record and, and sat down and watched it. And, um, yeah, so first game of the road trip after the uh, postponement against Dallas, we took off to Los Angeles and played at the Clippers. So... Before the game, there was a few announcements as to who and who wasn't playing. So the injury report was JJ Redick was out with a tight hamstring, or was probable. Uh, Lonzo Ball was out with a sore knee. Uh, he's got some knee issue going on. Eric Bledsoe has got uh, an eye issue. And, uh, of course, right before tip... Well, I suppose a couple of hours before, uh, Zion Williamson was ruled out with uh, the health and safety protocols, which screams coronavirus or COVID. Uh, basically, he had returned an inconclusive test. So it wasn't a confirmed COVID test. Otherwise, we'd have to go through all the contact tracing carry on and, um, and none of the guys would have played. Uh, they've got a second test which has been administered, and that is to be returned uh, in the morning US time, so probably find out in the next few hours as to how he went. Um, he's isolating in his uh, hotel room. The issue with this is that they just played a game, and if he does have coronavirus, well, they're going to do contact tracing, and uh, that's going to spell a world of trouble for uh 
the teams that we've played, uh, especially in the last 14 days, which I suppose counting back would be the last maybe three games, including the Clippers. So, fingers crossed it's just one of those uh, blips on the radar where you get those inconclusive tests. The second one turns around and says, nah, he's all right. Um, he was just mucking around. And, um, and we move on, and we move on to play, I think, the Lakers next. So, with all of those guys ruled out, we had a very interesting... Um, Starting lineup, we started Nikhil Alexander Walker. Uh, alongside him was Sindarius Thornwell, and then at the three, Josh Hart. Four was Brandon Ingram, and at the five, the Kiwi Stephen Adams. So it was actually funny because in the uh, pre-game interviews, or I suppose a couple of hours beforehand, um, with Stan Van Gundy, he talked about. Um, he was asked by Andrew Lopez, good friend of the show, uh, whether or not we'd see B.I. at the four. And his response was very, uh, politi- uh, I suppose, diplomatic, I suppose. And uh, he said, well, if you're going to see a lineup and any of your questions that ask about a lineup, um, you know, you'll probably see it. So he, he did say that we'd see a bit of Nikhil and a bit of uh, Kyra as well. But uh, it was funny when the actual starting lineup was released that B.I. was starting at the four. So, yeah, it was an interesting little turn of events. Now, spoilers alert, if you haven't watched, I'm going to say the score now, but basically the score in the end was 111 to 106. So with three starters out, we really did take it to them. And it was the age-old, well... The story of this season, basically, has been second quarter fade-outs. And we did it again. We went down by 16 at one point, which was phenomenal to see when we uh, hung with them for the whole first quarter. Third quarter, we beat them. Last quarter, we beat them. But we put ourselves in a hole in the second quarter. So, the real bright spark, and I'll start with this guy, because there's been some criticism and... And, you know, side note, Mark Jackson is the most annoying commentator. I don't know why ESPN um, persists with him, because he he does nothing. He does nothing for me whatsoever. Um, He doesn't contribute anything. And uh, he talks about stuff from years ago. So the only thing he knew about Nikhil Alexander-Walker was that in Summer League a few years ago, he was good. All right, well, thanks, Mark Jackson, for those special comments. He said that about six times throughout the uh, the night. Um, I mean, if you've seen the box score, you'd know that Nikhil actually went off for 37 points and absolutely kept us in the game, especially in that third quarter. He was unstoppable. Now, him starting as a point guard actually looked really good. You know, you saw the shades of uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, his cousin, the rangy guard. He looked patient. I know after he missed uh, a few uh, shots in a couple of games ago, he uh, he stayed afterwards and practiced his shot for a few hours afterwards. You know, that's the difference between the guys that are good and the guys that have that potential to be great. And I think the mentality there from Nikhil really showed tonight. You know, he had the confidence. He knew how many minutes he was going to get. There wasn't this chopping and changing uh, with bringing Lonzo in, Bledsoe, JJ. He knew there were minutes to have. And he, he played 33 minutes. He had 37 points, 8 rebounds, an assist and a steal, 15 of 23 shooting. 
five of eight from three and hit both his free throws. They're calling him a minus four, but he I'm pretty sure he was uh, a plus 37. He was really, really good. And what I like to see is the confidence in his shot. So he would step into a three. There was a little step back. Um, you know, he's obviously comfortable doing that. He also had a, a beautiful mid-range game, uh, which he, he was really uh, dominant with. And for a lot of the night, the Clippers just couldn't stop him. He was automatic. Didn't matter if the hand was in his face or not. The issue was, um, and, and you know, we jumped forward to the last two minutes or three minutes, is that his shot then stopped falling. We are down by three at one point, and we had two ill-advised threes by Nikhil, and he was obviously on 37, wanted to get that 40-piece. But there were better shots that could have been taken. And again, this was one where all the momentum was with the Pelicans, and basically we got beaten by the clock. Um, and poor shot selections, unfortunately. And that was frustrating because I understand that you want to make a name for yourself and 40 sounds so much better than 37. But in those situations, that's a learning, uh, it's a learning experience. You know, that's, that's a, a teaching moment, I guess, where you don't have to take the contested step back three. If it goes in, yeah, the empty stadium goes wild, but you didn't need to take it in that situation. So, you know, he's a young bloke and no criticism on his game because he was absolutely fantastic. But, you know, it's one of those things that if he down the line wants to be the guy, you need to know when to take those shots. And um, two minutes and 15 seconds left of a, in a three-point game is not the time. Particularly when you've clawed yourself out of a 16-point hole, basically single-handedly uh, led by Nikhil. What I did like, and one of the takeaways from this, was that pretty much when they rule out three starters, particularly Zion Williamson, who comes up with, what, nearly 30 points a game, or 20-odd points a game, you're not in any... There's no pressure on you to actually win. And when you're a young side, and, you know, Jackson Hayes got big minutes, Melly played a bit, and we went deep, deeper into the rotation. You know, Sindarius got a bit of a run out. There was no pressure on these guys to win. Everyone before the game had said, oh, well, we put a line through this one. Uh, the, the Clippers are much too good, led by uh, Kawhi Leonard and, and Paul George, which they absolutely were. And Nick Batum lighting us up from the outside, which was frustrating. And Luke Kennard, who just decided that he's going to have an NBA career now. Um, you know, all of these guys absolutely lit us up. And... Um, yeah, it showed, especially in the outside. But when you when you drag yourself back, this could have been the one that, you know, we stole. And I feel these late game couple of minutes have been difficult. Probably, what, the Pacers game, we did it again in the um, Hornets game. You know, we you throw these games away and all of a sudden you go from being, I don't know, what, eight and three... Or eight and two, yeah. After ten games, eight and two, and instead you're now four and six. Those closing of games is so frustrating to see when there's so much talent there. But you know, it's a young side. We, like I said, we weren't ever considered to win this one, um, and we nearly did. We nearly stole this one. I think it shocked them. So, as I said, Pelicans fell to four and six. The Clippers moved to eight and four on the season. I think they're third in the West, and we're about 
15th or something now. No, we're not that bad. 12th, I think. Um, at the start of the year, when we looked at the schedule, we said 4 and 6 is probably where we'd end up. Well, we were right there, weren't we? And, you know, that was including the Dallas game. That then got postponed. So, you know, I don't think the Clippers was ever meant to be uh, part of that first 10. But regardless, we're right on track where we were going to be. Now, another bright spark from the game was that they just had a crack. It was a team that came out as a clear underdogs and they just played well. You know, Jackson Hayes played 19 minutes. He had 10 rebounds. He had a big dunk and assist. This was one of his better games. You know, he's got to make mistakes. We know he is. He's played 15 minutes of basketball and I've been one of the most critical of him. But there were some times where he made the right read. He was very uh, busy on the offensive glass. I love seeing that. He was got that using his athleticism for good instead of looking like Bambi in headlights. He um, he did well, and I'll give him credit for that. Another bright spark was seeing 15 minutes of Kyra Lewis Jr. He had 10 points, 2 rebounds, and a block. What I like from him, and I didn't realize, you know, there was all these comparisons to the bloke, um, to De'Aaron Fox, and I can see the resemblance. The bloke's quick. Like, get up and down the floor, he's super quick. What De'Aaron Fox still doesn't have is this consistent knockdown three ability. Kyra looks comfortable stroking it from outside. And that's something I think that, you know, De'Aaron Fox is still working on. And those fundamentals I didn't realize were so advanced with Kyra already at this stage. He looks like a backup point guard already. He looks like he could run an NBA team in a couple of years. That, I think, is super exciting. 15 minutes, I was like, this this kid's good. He looks confident. He's aggressive. His change of pace is awesome. I know when we spoke uh, to Elliot a few episodes ago, we talked about his patience. And that was very, very obvious again in this. He knew when to go. He knew when to stop. He knew when to go fast. Knew when to go slow. Knew when to shoot it. Knew when to pass it. Those intangibles are excellent. And I like seeing that in a young guy. Uh, Guys, unfortunately, that didn't impress JJ Reddick. You know, he's got... Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? That's the beauty of Noom. They build a personal plan that factors in dietary restrictions, medical issues, and other personal needs so your plan works for you. Noom doesn't restrict or shame when you want to treat yourself. Their flexible program focuses on progress instead of perfection. You don't have to give up carbs or anything. And with their daily lessons, you can learn something new about your food choices every day. After just a few days of using the app, I learned how to recognize cues for overeating and how to choose the right foods to feel full. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M.com. And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? 
outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Tight hamstring. It's going to come with uh, the soft tissue injury. Is going to come with age. It showed. He shot two of seven. You know, he had 12 points, four of 11 for the night, two of seven from three, and some of them just woeful. Another guy that just didn't look that good, Brandon Ingram. Eight of 19, which is not too bad. His three-point shot is not falling like it was at the start of the season. Um, just doesn't look like he has his legs under him, and perhaps that was the big workload. 38 minutes tonight. You know, he was the number one option. He was getting targeted, getting followed around by Kawhi, and then Paul George, Beverly, Batum, Morris. They just threw bodies at him. And, you know, that's obviously going to make it difficult um, when you're the number one option, and there's no one to take that off him. Uh, yeah, I think they were the, the main bright spark. Steven Adams is so good, but he just, on the defensive end, He's so very smart at showing, stopping, knowing when to roll back, knowing when to block the hole. There was a possession where, I think it was in the second or third quarter, maybe it was on the run in the third quarter, and Paul George drove in and ran into a massive Stephen Adams and had to pass out. And Stephen Adams then went to the ball uh, carrier, Closed out on that, another pass, dropped back, another drive, and he disrupted. I think we ended up with a turnover. Oh, we caused a turnover off that. That is so helpful when you've got a bloke that knows where to stand to stop easy buckets. Paul George usually would just stroll in, whether he'd do a little float or a little runner um, or a little fadeaway or go to the bucket and, and lay it in or draw a foul. To make him think twice... I mean, Paul George was phenomenal tonight. So, to make him think about not taking a shot, well, that's great. Happy with that. You know, on the other side, you've, you're taking on a side that has their starting wings. Had One had 28 with Kawhi. Paul George had 27. Kawhi, 29 assists. Six assists for Paul George. These guys dominated. You know, Paul George hit five three-pointers. It was a story of the night that um, these three-pointers just absolutely torched us. It has been like that all year, but uh, it was even more obvious against the uh, best team in the league with their uh, with their three-point shooting. I mean, head over to the stats, team stats. It's like uh, Kenny the Jet running up to the board. Uh, they shot 48% from three for the night, almost 50%, 18 of 37 that is brutal. You know, 85% from the free throw. We, again, shot 75. But they had 27 free throw attempts, whereas we had 16. I don't know where that disappeared. I guess 
Zion wasn't there to have his 10 free throws, but disappointing to say the least. You know, assists 26 to 18, rebounds, smashed him again, 48 to 36, but it's making use of the second chance buckets. It was one where we got three offensive rebounds. The fourth one that came down, they grabbed it, ran up the other end and laid it in. You know, that makes it so difficult when you're getting these opportunities and then you waste them. Turnovers, we actually only had nine for the whole game. Nine turnovers, guys. How good's that? That is excellent. The issue is, we had nine, they had ten points off turnovers. We only managed to score nine off their ten turnovers, and they scored 19. That is the issue. You turn the ball over, then they score, and they score too easily. So that means they're beating you down the floor, they're hitting threes, they're either drawing and ones, they're scoring with ease. Just because your turnovers are low doesn't mean that you're doing it at the right time. If you've done nine critical turnovers, so say you turn it over at, I don't know, at the top of the three-point arc, and they run straight through and lay it in, you only you foul, it's a clear path. you got no option. The issue is we're turning over at such stupid times that they just run back, and then the lackadaisical ability, well, the lackadaisical attempt to stop that transition uh, offense, it's just non-existent. So that's something we're really going to have to work on. Um, And we got punished with the three-point in transition as well. Patrick Beverly should not be splashing threes like he was tonight, you know, and, and he lit us up. You know, overall, I mean, like I said about the offensive rebounds, field goals, 88 attempts to 74 attempts. We had, what, 14 more attempts than them. That's how close we came. It was the three-pointers that kept them in. They had eight more three-pointers. This was one that, you know, if the threes fell, or we converted, I don't know what, three more of our uh, 14 extra attempts, it's all drawed. Well, it's actually a win. It's a win by one. So, it's just something we've got to keep in mind. It's um, it's difficult. Of course it's difficult. But uh, hopefully, hopefully this is a, a good learning experience. Though I won't be negative about this one because it was a good game. Um, the second quarter fade out was then answered by a massive run by Nikhil in the, in the third quarter. And all props to him uh, to do that. And the guys for, uh, I suppose building off that and and supporting him as he led us back into the game. I suppose I'll do my three key takeaways from the game. First, Nikhil's got something. I know people have been up and down on him and saying, oh, well, you know, but then you think about it, eight minutes a night where you don't know if you're going to get eight or you're going to get 19 and you don't know what your real role is. You play a bit of two guard, bit of one guard. You might play, I don't know, small with three guards on the ground and Zion at the center. It's difficult to know. Whereas if you're starting and you're the starting point guard and you've been told to, you know, run the offense, lead the team, well, you know what your role is. And that confidence showed tonight. He was sure of himself and, uh, and he made the Clippers pay. You really did. You light anyone up for 37. That's no mean feat. Doesn't matter what league you're playing in. Um, that was very impressive. So that's number one. Nikhil's got something. Number two, Kyra's got something. 
Uh, I'm interested in him. I think he is a stud, and I think they've done well getting him at 13. I think he's a point guard. I can't say yet he's a point guard of the future, but he's a point guard of someone's future. Uh, I don't know what these guys will do in the front office as to whether or not uh, he then gets pigeonholed um, or gets tapped on the shoulder as our new point guard or he becomes trade bait down the line. Regardless, the guy looks good. Uh, Number three, I guess, the takeaway is B.I. needs some help. If Zion's there, they need to play together. If he's not, we need someone else to be consistent second threat. You know, Nikhil did it tonight, but that's because they were just throwing bodies at Brandon Ingram. They knew he was the guy, and in his first half, I think he shot 2 of 11, which he was not impressed about. He came out and and finished all right, 22 points, but makes it very tough if you don't have a consistent second scorer that's going to punish the team when they focus in on one player too heavily. Um, You know, we can't just rely on getting 30 from Brandon every night, which I think is fair enough, but... um, Hopefully we can get there. That's the that's the takeaways. Now, before I wrap up, of course, we'll thank the sponsors, um, mybookie.ag, also manscaped.com, good friends of the show and of hoopball. Would like to shout out Tallyside as well. I was the second, uh, third-ranked NBA analyst over there for week two, I suppose, the week ending in January 4. Um, so I was pretty happy with that. Thanks for the little shout-out on Twitter. I'll take that, and I'll work my way up to third. It's my own little self-plug. Um, of course, guys, we'd love if you go and uh, subscribe. Tell your friends about the show. You know, we've been seeing a real uptick in the listenership and all over the world, too. I've been loving that. I'm sitting there at home scrolling through. I go, oh, where are these people listening from? You know, we've got people in New Zealand, we've got people in Europe, we've got people in Australia, of course, we've got a whole heap of people in New Orleans, and thanks for that, and Dallas as well. Shout out to the people in Dallas, I appreciate that. All over the place, you know, um, we're loving having you listening and, and tuning in, and of course, tell your friends about it if they like uh, a bit of New Orleans flavouring with the uh, Pelicans, and we chat, I don't know, lots of different things. I really appreciate all the support, and uh, let's keep it going. The Pels will come good. We're going all right. Now, next game is the Lakers, and I'll do a little quick thing, and then we'll uh, we'll put a pin in it. I won't hold you up too much longer. The next game is the Lakers. They play on Friday, so Saturday my time, which I'm looking forward to, 11 a.m. Uh, again for me, so I think that might be... 9pm game over in uh, in the US, Central Time. We take on the best side in the league. The ones tipped to win the flag. We don't know what they're going to look like. We don't know who's going to be back. You know, Stan Van Gundy talked about Eric Bledsoe. He's got itchy eyes or something. He can't open his eyes properly. And so he might not be playing. Lonzo, we don't know what's wrong with his knee. There's some sort of tendon issue, I think. So... That usually takes a bit of time to settle down. And Zion, if he's got COVID, well, we might not be playing at all. But uh, fingers crossed it's all cleared. It was just a, um, a mis- like a, a blip on the radar and he can get that sorted. So that would be good. We'll take this Lakers team on. You know, this is one where they might underestimate us and we could upset them. You know, we nearly did today. 
we'll have a crack. We're not tipped to win. But, you know, you never rule out an underdog. And I think a road trip is a great way for players to bond and, and get to know one another and come together. So this, what, seven-game road trip, it'll be good. It'll be good to bring the guys together and, and learn the system and get amongst one another. So I'm very hopeful that we can pull a couple of wins out of this this uh, away stand and then come home and hopefully win a couple at home as well would be nice, especially for our 800 fans that brave the, uh, I don't know, what is it, cold over there? Bla- uh, brave the cold and come and check the games out. You know, that's something that... Um, we love to see, and, and it's good that they've been able to get play, uh, fans into the stadiums with um, with all the COVID going on, but uh, well done to them, and well done for all of the players as well. That's someone I've got to shout out. You know, they're playing in this international pandemic. Um, last bit of news, the Rockets have imploded. James Harden's been traded, so he's off to Brooklyn. He's in the East. So he can go and deal with that uh, dumpster fire going on there. You know, they're winning, but they gutted their team to to get him there. Um, That makes a big three of KD, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden with not much else around them. So that'll be interesting to see, especially with Kyrie Irving. AWOL, KD is a bit of a carry-on when he wants to be, and James Harden is fat. So we'll see what happens. But uh, guys... Looking forward to the next game. It's good to have basketball back. Good to see the guys. Hopefully Zion's not crook. Lonzo gets back quickly. Also, Bledsoe's eyes clear up. I don't know what caused that, but I hope he's all right. I'll put a pin in it, guys. As always, this has been the Pelican Scoop, a hoop-ball.com presentation. I'm Lyle Swithenbank, at Lyle Swithenbank on Twitter. Go and give us a follow. I've got plenty of stuff going on there. I'm sometimes funny. We'll speak very, very soon. Probably Saturday my time. I'll see you then. Bye for now. This has been a Hoop Ball presentation. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.